Chapter 2. Surveying the Road Ahead Hey there, I'm Eric Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. Join us on our journey to building a $100 million company. Hey, what's happening? This is Eric J. Olson. In January of 2021, I published a book named Million Dollar Journey. I had the audio for that. It's on audible.com, but I'm going to share it with you right here on this podcast. So this is a chapter from the book. Some of these episodes are going to be long. Some will be short, but I'm going to read the whole thing to you. One chapter at a time. Here you go. After hearing it, let me know what you think on Instagram. I hang out there at eric.j.olson. That's E-R-I-K dot J dot Olson. And without further ado, here's a chapter from Million Dollar Journey. What I described in the first chapter is referred to as the painted picture. It's a vision of a future scene that has not yet happened. In this case, it's my vision for our 2030 holiday party after reaching $100 million in revenue. A painted picture is conveyed in either present or past tense. Most people think of the future as a fuzzy concept of what may happen. The painted picture flips the concept around so you envision, in great detail, a future event as if it's happening now or already happened. My whole career I've heard people ask, and I've asked, what does success look like? The answer is typically vague and not completely thought out. And that's how the painted picture is different. It's extremely visual. The painted picture injects you directly into a future scene so you can see it feel it, hear it, smell it, and experience it. Did you notice the level of detail in my painted picture? The event will be held on December 7th, 2030. It's an out-of-town party in Las Vegas. I know how many people will be in attendance, how the room is laid out, who the band is, who the MC is, who will be with me, and exactly how the night unfolds. Different people have different ways of envisioning success. I've picked a long-term goal of $100 million in revenue. Others may be happy that their lifestyle business allows them to pay the bills so they can focus more on fun and family than on working. To each their own, you define your success. I was first introduced to the concept of the painted picture in Brian Scudamore's book, Willing to Fail. At the time, I hadn't yet met Brian but we were both in the entrepreneur's organization, EO for short, an entrepreneurial mastermind that has been integral to my journey. Brian had just published his book and he selected several EO members to send it to. What a surprise when the book showed up in my office with a letter from Brian. I didn't even know that the CEO of 1-800-GOT-JUNK was a member of EO. More CEOs like him would have an impact on me later in my story. His book described his painted picture, which included launching 1-800-GOT-JUNK in 30 metropolitan areas, becoming the FedEx of junk removal, and getting on the Oprah Winfrey show. The book instantly gave me direction on how to describe my own painted picture. I felt so energized by his concepts that I posted the following in a review of his book in December 2018. If you don't already have a vision for your business, you need one. You have to know where you're heading or you may never get there. 
The painted picture concept takes it one step further. Tell the story of where you will be from the perspective of having already achieved the goal. As an example, my vision is to be a $100 million company by 2030. That's great and all, but a more powerful way to communicate that vision would be to describe the company as if it were 2030, maybe at the holiday party. For example, after 11 years of hard work, we now have offices in five large markets in the U.S., employ X number of creatives, and have earned $100 million this year. That's the painted picture. In retrospect, I'd heard of the concept before reading his book, but never by the name Painted Picture. When I received Brian's book, I was in the midst of binging on business podcasts. One of my favorite podcasts at the time was the MSCEO Project, hosted by Andy Frisella. In many episodes, Andy recounted how, during his early days in business, when he was struggling to get his young company up and running, he began to envision his future success. Andy doesn't refer to his vision of future success as a painted picture, but it is. My painted picture comes to life as a party to celebrate reaching $100 million in sales. He defined his vision of success quite differently. He envisioned his future success in material terms. In particular, he imagined driving up to his private plane in his white Lamborghini, what the steering wheel felt like as he drove up, how he'd park and hear the Lambo's doors as it opened above him, and how he'd step out and walk to the private plane waiting for him. As he grabbed the metal handrail on the plane's stairway, he could feel the cold steel tubing in his hand while climbing into the plane. Now that's a vision of the future. The first million really is the hardest. You've likely heard the phrase, the first million is the hardest. While it is true, it doesn't fully explain why it's hard at first and why it's easier after that. Consider this. At some point in my business, I stopped incessantly worrying about whether the business would succeed or fail. The operations of the business got a little easier because I had the right amount of staff to take on the work. The new business opportunities greatly exceeded the natural decay of clients that occurs in just about any business. All that happened shortly after crossing the threshold of $1 million in revenue per year. Although it's just a number, and there's nothing magical about any number, this number does seem to be special. Once our company was generating $1 million in revenue consistently, everything seemed to suddenly snap into place. Everything got a little bit easier. That continued for another roughly $250,000 in annual revenue. And then, what seemed like suddenly, things started to get hard again as we encountered new problems. But we enjoyed a plateau, a sweet spot, between $1 million and $1.25 million when things were just clicking and we could do no wrong. That sweet spot is what I want you to aim for, at least initially. Get there and you have a viable business model. You validated your idea, you offer a product or service that people are buying, and you figured out how to sell and provide it. Of course, you need to account for other details such as profit margins, long-term sustainability, competition, and marketing conditions. But once you've achieved your million-dollar journey, 
you'll have accomplished something special. You'll have built a company that's proven a point. And the point is, you produce an offering that people want. You have a legitimate business and a viable future. It's a significant enough obstacle that few companies ever reach the milestone. The majority of business owners walk away from their venture or stop trying well before achieving this milestone. I can understand why. In the early days of my million-dollar journey, I struggled so much that it was hard to see beyond any given project. I had no clue what next week would hold, never mind how the next decade or two would unfold. Those early days, when you're first getting started and scrambling for revenue, are the most frightening. The path to success. At the last company I worked for as an employee, the HR manager remarked on more than one occasion that the owner of the business was just like me and him, but was a few spots ahead of us. He used the analogy of people waiting in line to get into the movies and that the owner of the company simply got in line before we did. It was a simplistic view of the business world. His premise was that lines move and we'll all eventually get to where the owner was in life if we just wait long enough. I now realize that his view reduced the owner's hustle, grit, and determination down to mere luck and timing. As a naive younger version of myself, I assumed the business owner simply got lucky. He was in the right place at the right time and dumb luck turned him into a successful businessman. The HR manager's view reinforced that belief. But now, knowing what I know about entrepreneurship and looking back at the difficulty and length of my million-dollar journey, I recognize that the owner's success was not due to luck. It was not due to waiting in line longer than others. It was due to working hard, taking risks, and injecting smarts into the business. The owner often showed us the company's growth charts over time and how they'd gone through good times and bad times. I experienced both in the five years I worked there. The boom times were great. New contracts, new clients, new exciting projects, and lots of activity. But the slow times weren't quite as fun. Canceled projects, rounds of layoffs, and, quote, right-sizing, end quote. Their business adjusted, rightfully so. That's not luck, and that's not just timing. That's strategy. That's experience. And that's being a good entrepreneur. An entrepreneur's path to success is not a straight line. If you chart your progress over time, you'll see the ups and downs and zigs and zags all along the way. You will be challenged. Your perfect plans will be tested. You will fail along the way. You must not only be prepared for these tests, but you must determine to persevere through the inevitable downtimes that come along with success. You must keep your future prize in mind. The Valley of Death. I hope you're already realizing that your journey will include a mix of great times on the peaks with your head in the clouds, as well as tough times in the pits with the walls closing in. During tough times, you put it all on the line to get to the next milestone, or you entrench and stay where you're at. The first few years of my business were marked by significant growth. Once we broke the million dollar mark, our revenue mysteriously plateaued 
then dropped a bit. Not because of a recession or an outside force, but because we started making mistakes. The quality of our work decreased, and we weren't communicating as well internally or with our clients. It seemed like every time I turned around, something was broken. Frustrated and not understanding the source of the problem, I tackled each issue individually and questioned everything. To break out of our funk, I improved our processes, aligned better with our clients' needs, and formalized our marketing strategy. Things started to snap into place for us. Within a year, we were back above the $1 million mark and have continued to grow since then. The book Scaling Up by Vern Harnish highlights just how hard it is for companies to grow. Vern identifies several substantial revenue milestones in a company's journey. Of the roughly 28 million companies in the U.S. at the time his book was published, only 4% made it to generating $1 million in revenue per year. As I mentioned in the introduction, that means an astounding 96% either forever linger trying to break that threshold or die trying. As revenue increases, the chances of reaching new milestones decreases substantially. Only 17,000 companies reach $50 million per year. That's only 0.06% of companies. Clearly, the chances of making it big are low, very low. In Scaling Up, he portrays the journey punctuated by valleys of death. In between each significant revenue milestone, there's a danger zone, a valley of death that each company must get through in order to reach the next milestone. If you're not prepared for growth and you fall unknowingly into a valley of death, you may not emerge on the other side. As you grow your company to reach the next milestone, your processes and people will need to change in order to get you there. You've probably heard the wise adage, what got you here won't get you to where you're going. You will encounter valleys of death on your journey too. Regardless of whether you are about to start your journey or you're well on your way, you can anticipate those valleys off in the distance. You can even plan ahead for them. Million Dollar Journey prepares you with specific, actionable steps to climb out of the valleys and back up to the top of a peak. Another gorgeous vista awaits. Chapter Takeaways Number one, a painted picture is your vivid vision of what your future success looks like. What does success look like for you? Number two, the path to success is not a straight line. It will zig and zag and have ups and downs. Hang on, it's going to be a wild ride. Number three, as you grow, you'll encounter plateaus and valleys of death. To proceed on your journey, prepare for bad times when times are good. Number four, growth requires change and change involves risk. If you want to grow, accept the risk. If you like this podcast and you know a lawyer who wants to grow their law firm practice, tell them to check out ArrayLaw.com. Array Digital exclusively serves managing partners who want to aggressively grow their law firm. ArrayLaw.com.